0: Hello, Biscuit listeners, and welcome to a freshly baked edition of The Biscuit Podcast, celebrating Charlotte's creativity every week. I'm your host, Andy Go. The John S. and James L. Knight Foundation has long been a key supporter of the arts in Charlotte, and right now they're working on one of their biggest initiatives yet. The Celebrate Charlotte Arts Initiative is accepting applications now through June 7th for a share of $200,000 in funding for, quote, arts projects that showcase the spirit of the city. In this episode of the Biscuit Podcast, Tim Miner and myself are talking to Janie Butler, arts officer for the Knight Foundation, and Charles Thomas, director of Charlotte's chapter of the Knight Foundation. We'll talk to them about why now for this initiative, what kinds of projects the Knight Foundation is looking for, and how you can apply. If you're an artist thinking about submitting an application, then this episode is a must listen.
1: Everyone, this is Tim Miner from the Biscuit Podcast. Really excited to have Janie Butler and Charles Thomas of the Knight Foundation talking to us about the Shell <laughs> Cell. <laughs> oh, it's been a day. About not enough the, caffeine. Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> not enough caffeine. The Shellabate, the <laughs> Celebrate Charlotte Arts grant program that was announced a few weeks ago. We have a couple of weeks left until the deadline on June the 7th. Wanted to talk a little bit about the program. What impact it could have on Charlotte and what your hopes are from the Knight Foundation. So, thank you very much for joining me today.
2: Thanks for having
3: us. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you.
1: So, my first question is you know, the Knight Foundation is exceedingly generous. And as a Knight city, we're very familiar with the fact that uh, you are extremely active corporate citizens, uh, that many of the really exciting civic and creative uh, programs that are ongoing in Charlotte our are, uh, are thanks to the Knight Foundation or funded at least in part by the Knight Foundation. My question is, why this program and why now? What's the, uh, what was the impetus for Celebrate Charlotte Arts?
2: Yeah, this is, this is Janie here. Um, so I started at the Knight Foundation um, about 11 months ago, and our new director of the arts program, uh, Priya Surkar, she started about seven months ago. Um, so we did our first trip to Charlotte, um, this past November, and we were just overwhelmed uh, by the amount of work that was happening in Charlotte. Obviously, we've been funding um, in the Charlotte area for a while now, but uh, we just met with so many different artists and arts organizations, and, and realized that there's both depth and breadth to the, the types of arts that are happening um, in the in the Charlotte communities. So um, that was kind of where the idea started. Um, we, we went back to the office. We're based um, out of our Miami headquarters. And and we just got to thinking, you know, what are other ways that we might support the Charlotte arts community? And um, what tools in our tool, tool belt what might we pull out um, to do that? So we started thinking about Celebrate Charlotte Arts.
3: So now is a great time for Knight Foundation to um, continue our investments in arts in Charlotte. Uh, It really aligns to the work that as the local program director here in Charlotte, I'm on the ground. Uh, I've seen so much um, as a photographer myself in a previous life, all the wonderful arts that's happening in our city uh that sometimes is not amplified so we have some great institutions that are here that are uh, foundations of arts in our community um, but what i've been noticing with organizations like boom goodyear arts charlotte is creative what you guys are doing with creative mornings is that there's this growing pool of talent um that is that is bursting almost kind of underground and emerging and so now is just the perfect time for knight foundation to uh, to deepen our investments in Charlotte around the arts because we know artists are um, lead, help to bring our community together. Um, they help to create a cultural fabric. Uh, and that's just an important part of Knight's uh, mission of fostering more informed and engaged communities. Okay.
1: So I have two follow-up questions because that's that was obviously very exciting to hear. Um, my first question would be, um, is this is this a program that's taking place in other cities, or is this something that was created, really born of your trip to Charlotte and seeing what is emerging here?
2: This is the the first time we've done done any open call like this. Um, Celebrate Charlotte Arts was created specifically for Charlotte, um, so yeah, we're we're really excited to to see the types of applications that come in for this open call and and we're really excited to make new connections with artists and organizations across the city. That
1: is, I have to say, as somebody that's really been working hard uh, for the better part of three, four years, and, and that's a drop in the bucket compared to a lot of creatives in Charlotte to um, convince and really highlight the the groundswell of art, not just the the what's created and promoted through more established organizations like the Arts and Science Council, which is, Incredible in its own right, but people that are emerging, people that are being encouraged to to take their passions and put them out into the world. So that's amazing to hear, and I I think it leads me to a question. When you talk about the type of applications you're looking forward to seeing, um, a logical question for somebody that might be considering putting in for a grant is: When you use the word arts, what what does that mean to you? what What does what does a an arts based application project look like? to you.
2: Um yeah. So for for this open call, it's open to all genres, all disciplines. We're not looking for a specific kind of art in that way. Um so we're we're looking for arts that are authentic to Charlotte. So um, really looking for local Charlotte creatives and the projects that are important to them. Um and we, we want to amplify that. Um, we're a non-prescriptive foundation, so we don't tell artists or organizations what projects they should be working on or what type of work they, that they should be making. Um, I think this call for us really is also a way to better understand what are the types of arts that are happening in Charlotte. Um, so if you're an artist or a creative or an organization that's working on an arts project, we want to hear from you because we want to better understand, you know, what are the full range of arts that are happening. Um, so if you're, if you're out there and you're interested in applying and, and curious if, if your project, um, fits this call, um, I would say that, you know, if at the core of your project, um, is the arts, you know, at the end of the day, it's an arts related project um, then you will likely qualify for the call. Um, or if you, if you want to ask further questions, uh, you can reach out to arts at kf.org.
1: So, and that leads me to, uh, to another question, you know, Charles, you've obviously been in Charlotte for a long time on the scene in the streets, kind of doing the work and, and Janie, when you came to visit, what are, were there particular projects? Um, you mentioned boom and, um, some of the projects like that, were there others that really caught your eye? Uh, you know, Charles, during your tenure uh, at the Knight Foundation and Janie during your your visit here to Charlotte?
2: Yeah. Uh, Boom obviously um, has been a partner, or we have been partnering with Boom for. Um, a few years now. And, you know, I think that project in itself and the amount of artists that are involved in that obviously shows that there's a huge breadth of of work happening in the Charlotte area. Um, I think also Goodyear, Goodyear Arts in Camp North End, they connect with so many different individual artists in the Charlotte area. And we've always been impressed by their work. Um, While I was visiting last November, you know, we we hosted a meet and greet and just invited arts organizations and individual artists to just come out and hang out and talk with us. And we were really just overwhelmed by the amount of people that came out and the different projects that they were working on. Um, and and that really helped push us in the direction of, okay, we need to do something that, that, that's really, you know, low barrier of entry that people can can better connect with us. Um, yeah, Charles, is there other organizations you might Sure, say?
3: yeah. So for me, um, what's been really grabbing my attention are the mural artists uh, that we're seeing. We're seeing more art that's coming into the streets. Um, So I think of Marcus Kaiser, who's done some murals in the West End. I think of Nick Napolitano, who's done some great work um, all over the city. Um, and so uh, I think also uh, the Jazz Arts Initiative. So, you know, we just had a jazz, jazz Arts Festival and we've got great groups like the Jazz Arts Initiative that's been working for years to build Charlotte's jazz scene. Uh, so, you know, uh, there's just, you know, so many different, um, all the different genres from from dance to, to music to visual arts um, that I feel are just really um, uh, Growing in our city, and you're more and more able to encounter those um, on the street. I'm even really excited about the folks that are now, you know, what do you call it, busking on the street, where they're playing music as you're walking mm-hmm. to lunch um, every day. And that's that to me. Just thinking about you know art just being a part of our everyday lives is um, is just very exciting to to feel in in our city.
1: I, I completely agree with you. I mean, it's I, I think that uh, Charlotte is one of those towns that for many years. Um, art is either in a museum, or you uh, you go to to an evening at a theater to experience it, and seeing exactly what the both of you are talking about with murals, surprising you as you turn a corner, or you drive past something, or a busker who is so excited and so passionate about their work that they're sharing it on the street, so that it is almost impossible to escape creativity and art and arts in some form in Charlotte is is truly exhilarating, as well as that. Uh, the event that you described in November, um, I was very uh, thankful to be a part of it. And uh, to see that much talent and exuberance and passion in one room um, was overwhelming. It was kind of a vision of what Charlotte could be like. So it's it's nice to know that that was kind of a, an inspirational point for this initiative.
3: is creative, you know, your whole kind of movement that you guys have, have, have been doing has been on the premise of there being so much already here in the soil right
1: absolutely and, and to some degree our um, hug micro grant program just giving people a small infusion of cash to get the ball rolling so that they take an idea that's maybe spent years and years living in their heads and we remove an obstacle and give them a little small pat of on the back or word of encouragement to tell them to pull at that string and follow that wild hair that they've had to see what just a little bit of encouragement and and money has done to get um, some really exciting um, efforts, including several that were on display at Boom this year going, um, has been really encouraging. And and you guys um, were instrumental in uh, kind of giving us the we were emboldened to buy our own experience in the Knight Foundation, um, and particularly your um, willingness as an organization to take a chance on things. And in our own small way, thanks to our sponsors, we've been able to um, do likewise. And, and uh, you know, whereas we thought we would have one application a month, maybe um, at the last Creative Mornings meeting, we gave away 11 $250 micro grants. Uh, to a wide array of creative initiatives. So, I mean, the timing really does feel that it's perfect for Charlotte right now.
0: Hey, guys, this is Andy Goh, the uh, producer of the Biscuit podcast here with Tim Miner. And I just want to say thanks again for uh, joining us in this conversation. I had a quick question here about the time frame of some of the projects that Knight Foundation is going to be investing in. Um, I want to know, are y'all looking at, uh, projects that have kind of a definite end date or are they, uh, things that can be renewed in perpetuity?
2: Uh, that's a great question. So, um, projects, they can be new ideas or they can be works in progress. Um, so the hope is that, um, all of the projects that are selected through the open call they can present all or or part of their project at boom festival in 2020 which happens every spring um so i think if a project is ongoing in a way and it can have a touch point next spring
1: that would be great so i know for people that are listening to this podcast and, and considering getting an application in by June the 7th, uh, and guys, June the 7th is coming. So if you've got an idea, you need to get on that website and get your application up. Um, it, it would I would be remiss if I didn't ask, what do you look for in an application? Because I'm sure you're going to get an incredible amount, and um, as you are going through them, what, what are the types of things that really catch your attention and say this is an investment or this is a project that is worth us investing not only our capital in, um, but our social capital and, um, and our time?
2: Yeah, so, so the projects um, that we're, we're looking for, you know, we want to see projects that are taking place in Charlotte and, and created or presented by um, Charlotte-based organizations, artists, individuals um so we we really want to see you know that the project itself is authentic to Charlotte that it's born out of the work that's that's coming out of Charlotte that you know projects are unique to Charlotte and really going to celebrate the community and and things that are that are unique to to the Charlotte arts community so um, yeah, I said before, we're, we're non-prescriptive, so we just want to see, you know, the best projects for the arts. And and I would really recommend take your time on the application, really be clear about the, the, the project and take your time writing each prompt. Um, and if you're working with any partners in Charlotte, let us know. Um, it's great to see partnerships happening and, and we want any partners mentioned um, to be clear in your application.
0: Hey, Janie. Hey, Charles. It's Andy again. Um, Now, I've been recording with Matt and Tim for a long time. They like to do this thing called the lightning round where they ask a bunch of different questions. I'm going to spare you all from that. Oh, goodness. (laughs) But I do have something. Thank
2: you. (laughs) I do
0: have something I want to ask here. I I want you all to fill in the blank here. I want you all to fill in the blank on this next sentence. A successful night application uh, program at the end of their residency or at the end of their investment with Knight Foundation they will be a success if blank
1: happens and i think you can you can look at that as the celebrate charlotte arts project in general what does success look like mm-hmm.
2: so it's interesting that you asked this question because we we obviously talk about success a lot um at the foundation and what makes a successful grant um and, and one of the questions actually on the application is, how do you measure your own success? At the end of the project, um, what might happen or what might you be looking for um, to, to show that your project is successful? And we ask that question because we think it's important for our grantees to tell us what's important to them. How, how do you feel like your project might be successful? Um, I think it's, it's different for us to tell, tell individuals or artists, what makes a successful project for their own practice? Um, so, so I think I, I kind of want to leave that fill in the blank um, to to the applicants. But I would say for us at the end of at, at the end of Celebrate Charlotte Arts, our goal really success for us looks like um, a, a group of projects or artists or organizations receiving funds from Celebrate Charlotte Arts is really. Kind of a slate of projects that represent um, the types of work that are happening across the city, um, and really the only way that we can be successful in that is that people apply. So we, we really hope that people take this opportunity to, to show us what they're working on and, and show us what what Charlotte is all about.
3: Yeah, from my per- perspective, I think um, I'm going to agree with Janie here. I, I would I would probably leave it open in terms of defining uh, artist success. Let uh, let artists define that, but um, Uh, I think about uh, um, for me what is going to feel successful is that there has been um, the artists have have been able to kind of as you said Tim earlier um, that they've been able to take some funding to amplify their work and that that it it is able to um, be seen and heard and felt by our city um, that feels authentic and feels like a representation Mm -hmm. of who we are as a community as well as uh, highlighting and amplifying these 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 great artists um, that are local, and then going forward, the sense by artists whether they received funding or they didn't receive funding, that there's a, there's a growing um, energy around um, supporting arts in Charlotte, and that there's a feeling that artists are important and crucial to to our community and recognized as you know the weavers of our community, uh, and so. If for me, this after this first year, a sense of that, and what I hope is this is the beginning of a uh, multi-year relationship that continues to amplify um, the the creativity of our of our community and to uh, support artists feeling um, uh, fully connected to our city um, and and understanding that they're assets um, of our community.
1: Charles, you ended exactly where where I, I would hope that you had. And and uh, if you'll indulge me, what, what I hope comes out of all of the efforts that you've described from Boom to the Jazz Festival to Celebrate Charlotte Arts is that um, all sectors of Charlotte recognize the importance of art, not just as something that adds color and entertainment and interest to Charlotte, but that it is a vital part of our business community and that as... Um, one of my favorite creatives in Charlotte, uh, Davida Galloway, has said, for art to survive, artists must survive. And that there's a real understanding that um, this is how people make their living. Um, it is a valid way to make a living and that it's really important not only to um, lifestyle in Charlotte, but into attracting and retaining business and um, and, and that innovation can can also lead to people having having jobs and livelihoods. So my hope is that that's something too that springs forth from from this effort. Um and I've have, I've have one last question um and I'm going to direct it towards you Charles. In in your time with the Knight Foundation in Charlotte, how have you seen um art really make a difference in community engagement and discussion and um and equity in the Queen City?
3: So um I mean, art is continuously making a difference. Um, one, it, it has a way of um, kind of bringing into focus sometimes some of the, the challenges our community faces. Uh, it is also a way to you know, transcend some of the challenges that we face in our community and to find common ground and to find Uh, Those things that we appreciate, um, and they don't necessarily have to be beautiful things, but something that um, captures our imagination and creativity. Uh, In the work that we're doing in the Historic West End, you are seeing um, art, um, murals that are, you know, being painted in what would have been considered blighted or vacant spaces. Mm -hmm. So it's bringing life to um, spaces that um, have... uh, felt ignored or neglected. And you think about, you know, similarly, um, with the, the boom arts festival in Plaza Midwood, you, you take, you know, a district and you, you bring a sense of vibrancy to it. Um, that's, that's walkable livable. Um, and it feels like it gives a sense of place. And so, um, so to me, this is, uh, how arts has been evolving in our city. It's kind of like, there was a time where we felt like there wasn't a downtown, uh, energy, And now there's all this activity happening downtown. I think similarly, there's been a sense that there's not a lot going on in arts. And now we're at a a point where an inflection point where it feels like we're soon just almost like the construction, it's going to feel like the arts is everywhere. Um, And I think we're at that, uh, we're getting to that critical mass.
1: Well, I agree completely. And that is due in no small part to the efforts that the Knight Foundation has undertaken in Charlotte for many years. I, you know, I thank you for, for what you've done to this point, I can't wait to see what spins out of this initiative. And Jane, I, I know you will be here, or I assume, for Boom Festival um, in 2020 when, uh, when these projects are highlighted. Um, I want to invite you to, Charles, I'm just going to go ahead and say on your behalf, she gets to stay in your guest room because we need you to stay for three weeks to see, (laughs) to see boom. And then the, then the, uh, Charlotte jazz festival, and then hopefully followed by a second year of Charlotte shout because the last three months or the Mm -hmm. last three weeks rather have, if there's anybody that has doubts that Charlotte has a vibrant, important, expansive arts community, uh, I, they're not paying attention because it has been a, an incredible three weeks. And, and again, Thanks in no small part to the efforts of the Knight Foundation. So thank you very, very much.
2: Of course, and thank I you, think Tim. if this if, if guest room is open, I, <laughs> I will happily stay for three for three weeks. And uh, if that doesn't and work,
1: uh, you could stay. You could stay at my house. You have to decide whether you, whether you want Char- to deal with Charles's sons or my teenage daughters. It's really your call.
2: <laughs> i'll give that some thought that's right, that's right.
1: <laughs> all right thank you very much guys i really appreciate it and i can't wait to see what happens
2: thank you thank
1: you tim
0: thanks again to janie butler and charles thomas of the knight foundation for talking with us and thank you the listener that's all we have for today's episode of The Biscuit. Remember to subscribe to The Biscuit Podcast for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Please, please, please leave us a rating and a review so that other creative Charlatans can hear about us. And finally, get the scoop on Charlotte's cultural scene delivered straight to your inbox every Wednesday by subscribing to the Biscuit email newsletter. Do that at biscuitclt.com. My name's Andy Go. saying drive home safe, be great every day, and tell your loved ones that you love them. I'm out. The Biscuit Podcast is produced by Tim Miner, Matt Olin, and Andy Go. Music by Harvey Cummings.